from the very grave we divide in many days as That with the dead has been Love is come again like Weed our rising Welcome to Daily Devotions for May 29th with me, Cooper Sherry. And me, Sarah Moore. Today marks the final of our devotions for the Easter season in which we have meditated upon the blessings to be found in the text and music of Now the Green Blade Rises. This hymn has been a deep source of inspiration and wisdom as we have dwelled together in the mystery of the resurrection and also the mystery of this strange time apart from one another. We hope that you have felt accompanied by the many voices which have led these devotions through the weeks, and that you will continue to feel invited to join us with our new series, which will begin on Monday. Today, wherever you are as you listen, we again invite your hearts to be joined to ours as we remember the life given to us in the risen Christ. For this Friday devotion, Sarah and I will be discussing another of the hymns we have written together, in this case, it is one of the first which we shared with the congregation and which has been sung a number of times in worship. In fact, the recording which we will hear is one that was actually created during a live worship service at St. Mark's five years ago, featuring a number of our friends with their vocal and instrumental talents. The hymn, Loving Christ, Whose Caring Hands, is a study of the Trinity as water and healer to us and the world. Sarah will speak more about that, but before she does, let's listen to the words without the music spoken as verse. Loving Christ, whose caring hands transformed death into life, to the sick aggrieved did tend, comforter in strife, holy healing, unrequested compassion freely gave, inspiring unexpected love, waters crashing wave. Loving Spirit, whose balm restores, lifting sacred breeze, giving respite, making whole, mending soul's disease. Holy healing, bold petitioned compassion soothes the pain. Again we're washed, again revived, water's cleansing rain. Loving God, whose certain light transforms us over time, steadfast beacon, strong and bright, guiding love sublime. Holy healing sought for daily, compassion's steady beam, eternal, ceaseless, present love, water's living stream. Maybe it's my Midwestern roots, but the faith tradition and local culture where I was raised never really talked much about healing, at least not openly. Instead, the cultural and religious messaging centered on being busy, reliable, and giving, participating in projects that helped other people, 
showing up to all sorts of events such as worship and park cleanup day and putting others before yourself. Thinking back on that time, it now seems curious to me that healing was omitted from sermons, song, and study. Rather, any messages about healing that happened to surface were negative. People tended to be sorted into those who were sick and those who were not. The sick people received, the well people gave. The sick people were weak, the well people were strong. And although rarely stated explicitly, there was stigma associated with sickness, both pity and judgment in varying degrees as a function of the type of illness. Adults talked about it in hushed tones, again with an air of judgment that often connected the person's ailment with some personal shortcoming or failing. People said things like, he got cancer because he was a smoker, or she is alcoholic but could stop drinking if she cared enough about her kids. Healing was needed for those who were defective. It was private and it should be private. It was also the purview of physicians, psychiatrists, and psychologists. And if healing ever stepped into the religious arena, it was fraught with deceit and disillusionment. There were the televangelists, charlatans, as it was explained to me, who preyed on vulnerable people and faked miraculous healing that defied modern science, usually in order to line their own pockets. Moreover, there was always the possibility of being terribly disappointed by one's earnest and holy request for healing. I heard of people who prayed for specific cures, healing being synonymous with curing, only to have their hopes dashed by a loved one's death. Their own faith was often shaken by, quote, a God who would let such horrible things happen, especially during their darkest, most vulnerable time. Reflecting on all this, I suppose it's small wonder that I minimize the role of healing in our faith tradition. And yet, I cannot deny powerful exceptions to all of these pessimistic observations. I have personally experienced profound shifts that bring me into alignment, sometimes with my help and other times despite my resistance. Sometimes this has happened quickly, sometimes slowly. Sometimes I can pin it to a specific encounter conversation or event, but other times I cannot. Sometimes the most random series of events have converged to bring me to a place that is truly holy and miraculous. I do believe that healing is often private for people for a whole host of reasons, but among my close friends and family who have shared such experiences with me, they have revealed the many ways in which healing and wholeness has come to them. As my view on healing has changed, I see it being much more pervasive, varied, and necessary for everyone at different points in time. It is this variety that I wanted to capture in our hymn, Loving Christ Who's Caring Hands. The scriptural origin began with the story described in Luke 7, 11-17, where Jesus heals a widow's son. We are told that, filled with compassion, Jesus suddenly, freely brought the man back to life similar to a crashing wave. Using other images, I described additional ways healing seems to come to people, as sacred breeze, as cleansing rain, as slow transformation, as a steadfast beacon that guides, and as living stream. I hoped that by naming the varied ways we experience healing, we might be better able to see it as it occurs in ourself and in others. I figured, too, that by putting these lyrics in a hymn, it helps to normalize and destigmatize healing for anyone else whose background may be like mine.
Let us pray. Today we give thanks for these days of the Easter season and for the reminder of that gift of love and life which is Jesus Christ. We look forward now to the time of Pentecost, of spirit and of comfort and accompaniment. The times ahead remain unplottable, and we search for the best way forward. We are so glad that you have promised to be with us and give us the heart to walk toward you as a certain path that we can always travel. Keep us in this way together. Amen. And now, as you continue on your day, into your weekend, and onward into a new season, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.